2: See, what happens in your faith walk, there'll be these moments, these times, these seasons where God has prepared you for the fire. You were ready for the fire. So they say, King Nebuchadnezzar, we don't even have to think about this. I've been through too much with God. God has brought me to through my stuff. I don't even have to think about whether I'm going to bow down. See, God has been too good. God has brought me too far. See, you're not the first fire I've been in. See, I've been built for this. Tubs and Crockett, glory to God. And there's a song from Phil Collins. He says, I've been waiting for this moment all my life. See, what happens in your faith walk, there'll be these moments, these times, these seasons where God has prepared you for the fire. You were ready for the fire. So they say, King Nebuchadnezzar, we don't even have to think about this. I've been through too much with God. God has brought me to through my stuff. I don't even have to think about whether... I'm going to bow down. See, God has been too good. God has brought me too far. See, you're not the first fire I've been in. See, I've been built for this. The preparation met the opportunity, and God showed up. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 says this. So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man, farsighted. Farsighted. Pastor, what do you mean? Don't make a permanent decision in this temporary corona season. Farsighted. See past this situation. Stop making lifetime decisions in a temporary season. Stay on your post. Stay on the wall. Stay focused on God. What you're going through is temporary. The fight we're working on is eternal. He says, This far-sighted, practical, sensible man who built his house on the rock. And when the rain fell and the floods came, uh, though they came against it, he did not fall. Because he was built on the rock. The three Hebrew boys were built on the rock. So when the fire came, they didn't waver in their faith because they understood. They were built on the rock. Glory to God. Verse 17 says this. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God who we serve, ha, ah, is able. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. I don't know who you're with right now, but look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he's able. Right now, as you're strolling on all the social media, say, He's able. Uh, share with your friend. He's able. See, I've been with God long enough, and I've been in seasons and trials where people told me I couldn't get up, but he's able. I remember when the doctor said it wouldn't work. He's able. I remember when the judge said it wouldn't He's able. I don't care what they said. Understand, with God, he's able. Ephesians 3.20 says this, Now unto him who is able to carry out his purpose. To do superabundantly more than all. Here it is. We dare to ask. Think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams. According to his power that worketh in us, he's able. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. He's able. He's able. If you have the faith of a mustard seed, speak to your mountain. He's able. Genesis 18, 14 says this. Is there anything? The angel of the Lord came to Abraham and Sarah and said, you're going to have a child next season. And Abraham said, well, I'm 100 years old. And my wife Sarah is 90. And the angel said to them, is anything too difficult or too wonderful for the Lord? I don't know what you're hearing right now. But I want you to hear me, there's nothing too hard for our God. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither enter the heart of man what God has in store for those who walk uprightly. Is there anything too hard for God?
1: Glory to God.
2: Hallelujah. Luke 18, 27 says this, but he said to him, the things which are impossible with people are possible with God. I don't know what situation you face today, but I believe it's just a setup for God to move and get glory. Luke 12, 7 says this, and the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. His eyes are on the sparrow. Don't you know he's watching out for you? The Bible says, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging for bread. Romans eight thirty one says this, what shall they say about these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Believers, hear me. You in the will of God are in the majority. Hear me. You in the will of God are in the majority. I don't care who comes at you. I don't care what they say about you. But when you're in the will of God, you're in the majority. Because if God be for you, who can be against you? Daniel, Daniel, back verse 6, Daniel chapter 3, verse 18 says this, but even if he doesn't, I like, but even if he doesn't, see, that's that anyhow faith, that's that yay, though faith, even if he doesn't do it, I understand to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, even if he doesn't do it, we want to make sure that we're clear with you, your majesty, we're going to give you some respect, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship The gold gold statue, you shut up. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded the furnace to be heated seven times hotter than usual. Then he ordered some of the strongest men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and threw them into the furnace. First off, let me deal with that. He got the strongest men to bind them and throw them in the fire. If you'll notice, as I'm about to read, the people that binded them were the first people to die. Be careful who you touch. Be careful who you put your hands on. Touch not God's anointing, do his prophet no harm. The, the first person, the people that try to bind them, the people that stopped them, was the first people got God dealt with. Because if God be for you, who can be against you? So they tied them up and threw them in the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, turbans, robes, and other garments. And because the king, in his anger, had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace. Here it is, y'all. Praise God. The flames killed the soldiers as they threw them in. That's why you don't have to worry about people. The same person that tried to bind you is the same person God deals with first. Be careful. Be careful touching God's folk. Another way to say it, stay out of the blessed person's life. Because see, touching them is mean you touch God. And the Bible will deal with you in season. Praise God. Damn. Verse 23. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. Verse 24. But suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement, exclaimed to his advisors, didn't we tie them up? three men, and throw them in a furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did. They replied, look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four. <laughs> Unbound, walking around the fire unharmed. What the enemy made for bad, God turned it around for the good. The thing that was meant to bind you actually sets you free. What the enemy thought was going to hurt you actually promoted you. I see four men unbound, walking around in a fire unharmed. And he says, and one of them looks like God. Fires in our life draws God close. God shows up. When things are out of our control. My God, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Believers, you must understand that though people may try to throw you in fiery pits, you better understand that Jesus, the Bible, He's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. What the enemy meant for bad, God turned around for your good.
0: Ah, Glory to God.
2: Then Nebuchadnezzar came close As he could to the door of the flaming furnace And shouted You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio With Dr. Jomo Cousins Senior pastor of Love First Christian Center In Riverview, Florida Hello family I'm so excited to come today And discuss all the amazing things that God is growing My latest book Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how it became known as the prayer guide. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, five benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's five keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's seven-step prayer model, and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Then Nebuchadnezzar came close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Then the high officers, officials, governors, advisors, crowded around them and saw the fire had not touched them. (laughs) Not a hair on their heads was singed. Their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell like smoke. They didn't even, (laughs) listen y'all. They didn't look like what they had been through. Every now and then, people look at you, don't know your story, don't know what you've been through. They see the smile on your face. They see your joyful countenance. But yet and still, if they knew your story, if they knew how far God brought you from, if they knew how many nights you cried, if they knew how long you fasted, if they knew how long you prayed. See, people don't know your story. All they see is your glory. But let me tell you, believers, God has a plan. See, people don't see you on the backside of the mountain. People don't see you in the pit. People don't see when you're lonely and abused. But guess what? God already knows. He says this, hallelujah four miracles of the event. Their bodies were immune to the fire. A believer is invincible until God through with you. Hear me. A believer walking in the will of God is invincible until God is through with you. Number two, no hair on their head was singed. Garments were not burned And they didn't have the aroma of smoke. (sighs) Because God comes in the lives of believers when they're on fire. We don't look like what we've been through. (sighs) I don't know your story, but people often ask me mine. And I'm in awe of how God has consistently made a way. Isaiah says this, 43 and 2. Look what he says here. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned or scorched. Nor will the flame kindle upon you. Back into Daniel, back in Daniel. Chapter 3, verse 28. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, praise. Look what he said. He changed now. Praise the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted him. They defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make a decree this day, if any people, whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they'll be torn limb from limb. And their house will be burned into the heaps of trouble. There is no other God. He died. There is no other God. I love it. Oh, there's no other God. Then can, they could rescue like this. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to an even higher position. Boy, let me bless you with this. Understand this, believers. Before promotion comes fire. Before promotion, fire. You're going to be in a fight. Fights proceed promotion. The Bible says that there is a great and effectual door open unto us, but there's many adversaries. Meaning on the verge of your door or your breakthrough, it seems like all hell is coming at you. That is the season where you got to lean in and don't lean back. You got to trust God. Fires take you higher. Number two, some fights choose you and some fights you choose. Either way, you better be ready to fight. Number three, fights crystallize who's on your team. In the middle of the fight, that's when God showed up. Fights will show you who you win. Number four, God loves being outmanned and outnumbered. Ah, If you can fight in your own strength, God God likes to see the odds against you. Number five, God loves showing up in impossible situations because <laughs> he wants glory. God loves opportunities to get glory. God shows up when we are at the end of our ability. They did all they could. We believe you, God, but we tied up now. We're about to throw in the fire, but we still believe you. God expects us to handle the natural and give him the supernatural. Nine, if God be for you, who can be against you? And number 10, they didn't look like or smell like what they've been through. I don't know if anybody ever told you their real story. Their real story. See, as Christians, we sometimes sanitize our story. Yeah, we get some hand sanitizer and we sanitize it because we don't tell everybody the whole story. Look at your neighbor and say, You know that's true right now. Nah, praise God, you know that's true because, truth be told, everybody said they were virgin. Oh, praise God, you never stole nothing in your whole life. hmm yes, lying through your teeth. You never did it. No, no, no. Truth be told, we tell everybody the sanitized version of our story. And I was praying this weekend. The Holy Spirit started talking to me. I remember it was my freshman year at Florida A&M, and I didn't have the money to get home, and they closed the dorms, and I didn't have anywhere to go. And I remember breaking into the dorms to sleep at night, didn't have food. And God reminded me how he got me through that season. I remember when I stole stuff I shouldn't have stole, but I was hungry. And God said, I got through that season. I'm not telling you to steal. I'm just saying how God has graced me to be where I'm at today. I look back over my life and how many times where I did not qualify, I was not good enough, and I was not right, but yet and still, God stepped in and showed himself faithful. I don't know if I'm talking to you right now, but I want to talk to somebody right now whose story is not perfect. I want to talk to somebody right now who's been through some seasons in your life, but yet and still, you don't look like what you've been through. Because if people really knew your whole story, all you've been through, and how many times God put his hands on you, how many times God got you out of situations and circumstances where people, nobody thought you would have out. And now you sit here today, praise God, in your house, watching your big screen TV, saying, man, only God could have done it. Because truth be told, you don't look like what you've been through. Oh, God has made a way out of no way. There's some of us right now, I know a couple years back when the doctor said, Jomo, you had cancer. And I said, "But God, but God, but God, but now I stand here before you cancer-free by the grace of God. Let me tell you, believers, many of us right now don't look like what we've been through. And as we go through this season of corona, I want to tell you today, as you come through this season, you won't look like what you've been through. You're going to look better than you've been. Because understand, I know, Romans 8 28 tells me, and we know that all things are working together for the good. Right now, it may not feel good, but I know, in the end, it's going to work out for my good. Believers, you got to trust God. In spite of what you see, you got to trust God. 2 Corinthians 4, says this. We are pressured in every way, hedged in, but not crushed. Perplexed, unsure of finding a way out, but not driven to despair. Hunted down and persecuted, but not deserted. To stand alone, struck down, but never destroyed always carrying around in the body the dying of Jesus so that the resurrection life of Jesus also remains shown in our body. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble Ah, for the dread before you. For the Lord your God goes with you. He'll never fail you or abandon you. Shhh. glory with God. Joshua 1.5 tells us, No man, even Nebuchadnezzar, will be able to stand before you or oppose you as long as you live. Just as I was present with Moses, so I'll be with you. I will not fail you or abandon you. You know, I was reading a story this week. Very popular story called Footprints in the Stand. And a man is having a conversation with God. And he says, Lord, throughout my life, I see the vision of two footprints in the stand walking. Me and you. But during the most difficult times of my life, most challenging times of my life, It seemed like you left me. I only see one footprint in the sand. And God says, my son, I love you. Always have, always will. But when you saw one footprint in the sand, it's because I was carrying you. Believe us, he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He's an ever-present help in a time of trouble. And thank God we don't look like what we've been through. If you don't know God today, there's no greater time to make him your Lord and your Savior. John 14, 6 says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father but through the Son. Romans 10, 9 says, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you shall Wherever you are right now, whatever condition you may be in, God is here today, and he wants you to be a part of the family. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and all have fallen short of glory. None of us are perfect, but let me tell you, we serve a perfect God.